0: Hello and welcome to Cody and Corbin have a podcast to show where two former roommates talk about really- a new movie every week. This week on the show, we are talking about the Shawshank redemption Enjoying it. us. Send you here for life. That's exactly what they take.
1: I believe in two things. Discipline. Help me! Down. In the Bible. Here you'll receive
0: both. Andy came to Shawshank prison in 1947 why would you do it? I didn't, since you asked. (laughs) You're going to fit right in. I must admit, I didn't think much of Andy the first time I laid eyes on him. He had a quiet way about him, A walk, a talk that just wasn't normal around here.
1: There are places in the world that aren't made out of stone. There's something inside that they can't touch.
0: What are you talking about? And joining us for the very first time, special guest, Colton Boren. Colton, how are you doing, man? We we are doing great today, man. It's not bad. It's a little gloomy, but you know, still surviving. <laughs> <laughs> Down in Bloomington, it's it's always scary, right? Oh
1: okay. <laughs> that oh, is right. true. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and
0: of course and of course, with us as always is uh my co-host, Cody Webb. Cody, how you doing?
2: Well, that was real real downer intro you gave me there. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I'm doing good. Yeah, yeah. Excited to be back capping. Uh we're coming back a little late this week. We had some scheduling issues, mostly my fault. Um, I'll take well, the I, blame for it. I
0: would say you and Colton could take equal blame for that, right? Yeah, yeah
2: that's, it, I mean you
1: know you know. I didn't get that, back I didn't get back till late on Sunday after the Colts game, so that's yeah, a little that's bit true. partially my fault.
2: <laughs> I I guess it's more Colton's fault. we'll just right, blame Colton though? That's fine with me. Uh
1: right,
2: yeah, no. I'm, you, <laughs> I'm doing good. We're reviewing uh pretty good movie today uh obviously it's our it's our guest pick so he came in came in firing so it's good to see uh yeah i'm excited to uh see this episode let's do it man
0: so we'll get it started colton tell us why did why did you want to talk about the shawshank redemption
1: well i kind of picked it because um it is my favorite movie right now, probably of all time actually uh so back when i was a sophomore in high school my mom kind of showed me this movie and uh, she said, I think you just really enjoy it. So I ended up watching it with her. And then uh, at the time, I I mean, I wasn't really into movies either. So um didn't really have much knowledge on movies. So um, I was like, all right, might as well watch it. And then, uh, yeah, just kind of this one just stuck out to me. I loved the whole, just the, like the whole plot idea of it and uh, how it was just well set. And, you know, at the end, it just kind of all came together. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. One of the one of the all-time greats. Uh Cody, in, in rewatching this movie, what are what are some of your initial thoughts about it?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, um, I agree with Colton. I think this is one of the one of the better movies of all time. I'd say, especially of the nineties. I think this is a like a quintessential nineties movie. I think it came out in ninety-four. Um, yep. it's definitely got that that slow burn serious type of movie, which I mean, there's a lot of those, but I think it just stands out. Obviously, first off, from the performances, um, but also just because it has so many themes that, like, just everyone, would, er, anyone and everyone can relate to. Sorry, I can't talk today. It's going to be like that all up. Um, yeah, I mean, you got just the, the first theme of friendship with Red and uh, Tim Robbins, who, who, who is, uh, you know, just a great character all around in swimming, I think. You got themes about justice and truth, you know, did he kill his wife? You kind of don't know the first time you're watching it until, like, halfway through the movie where it's revealed. Um, obviously he didn't Um, and then obviously the big one is is hope and love you know is hope a good thing is hope a bad thing I think that's super relatable to a lot of people just going through their everyday lives Um, yeah other than that initial thoughts like I said Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman I mean what a duo their chemistry is is everything in this movie if if you don't like those two I mean you got issues because it's one of the best movie duos of all time I think Um, and then also yeah what Colton said i'm just a sucker for a happy ending like this ending just makes me smile every time makes it feel good inside um so yeah I-, I bagged this movie it's a good pick what's your thoughts Gordon?
0: yeah i mean this is definitely this is a bromance movie that's what it comes down to <laughs> it's it's just a couple of guys who just love each other as friends and you gotta love that just guys uh, being dudes <laughs> exactly just guys being dudes i would say that like obviously this is based on a, a Stephen King novella, but this is like a movie that feels very much like a book. It's very expansive. It It goes off on tangents and will tell little side stories about characters and, and go into their life. So I think it, it really encapsulates that feeling of like almost you're reading a book. And like you said, it's a slow burn as you get through. Um, the other thing that I, I just like to mention with this movie is obviously like it's super well-respected, looked back as one of the quintessential 90s movies. But when it came out, it grossed like 18 million on a 25. 25 million dollar production budget. So um. it bombed and then finally it it received like seven oscar nominations. So the academy was uh, had a pretty good idea that it was a good movie, but and then it received another 10 million in the wake of those oscar nominations, but still a commercial failure at the end of the day and really had this second re- revitalization through word of mouth through like showing up on tv and playing over and over and over and, and it's really become this quintessential 90s movie but uh at the time not super well respected and I think I'm glad that people have come around to it uh similarly to Colton I didn't see this movie I actually didn't see this movie until I was in college I think I saw it freshman year I uh, watched it with my parents, though. My mom loves this movie. It's, it's one that's like, I feel like people in that age group, especially like love, love the Shawshank Redemption. And and like Cody said, it's it's got amazing performances and, and, and great writing. Uh, Colton, do you have any other initial thoughts before we moved on to our next category? I mean,
1: just what a narration by, you know, Morgan Freeman. Mm all-time great
2: narrator
1: <laughs> that's that all I, got on that.
2: I think he's got he's got the best voice in hollywood i think that is, that is um i think debatable but he's definitely up there morgan freeman just smooth off the mouth of man
0: oh yeah it's amazing <laughs> and you know the crazy thing is this is the first movie that morgan freeman ever was like a narrator for and then it kind of like set the course of his career of always having those roles that's interesting uh, yeah i like that all right, let's uh let's move on to stupidest part.
2: You stupid,
0: Colton. Since you love this movie so much, what's the stupidest part about the Shawshank Redemption? Uh, man,
1: honestly, I, like it's kind of hard to just like narrow one part of it because there's you know so many great parts of this movie. In my opinion, but, um, I would probably have to say when the guy that's like a height like I, I forget his name, but when he's getting his like GED in like um in the prison um and he's going through all this stuff and like <clears throat> like dude, like pass and like, get his GED and stuff um and then like you know a couple like scenes later he ends up just getting shot anyway so i just thought i kind of hated that i mean obviously like it had like the, the plot of like when he was gonna like i guess rat out uh people if like during his testimony i think that's what it was um when he did that but i don't know i just it was not a fan of that part um because I thought he was a good addition to the movie. So,
2: yeah, no, bouncing off that—that that was one of mine as well. um It sort of just comes out of left field because Tommy Williams they,
0: is the name of the character. Yeah, yeah,
2: Tommy. Basically, I mean, it's—it's it's not like crazy if they go back to trial with Tim Robbins, because I mean, it's not like he's going to reveal everything to like a court of what they were doing in the prison, right? So yeah. I feel like they, they were just like, oh, the warden is a bad guy. We got to have him do something real bad. Let's get the sniper out. <laughs> it's sick, <laughs> this guy. Um, yeah, I definitely back that. What do you think about that, Corbin?
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, obviously, it, it kind of continues pushing the plot forward, but uh, it, it is definitely stupid. Poor Tommy. You know, he's got a kid. He gets GED and then yeah. gets uh gets sniped and <laughs> <R. I>. stuff.
1: <He's laughs> trying to change his life up, man, you know?
0: For sure.
2: <laughs> Cody, what you do you got? got? Oh, uh, I I got two. I got a here. couple things. Uh, go for it. <laughs> I, All right. want, I want to hear your...
0: I listen, I, I want to preface it by saying I do love the ending of this movie, but there are a couple <laughs> things in the end specifically that just don't make any fucking sense. Uh first of all you have andy andy escapes from prison all right that's fine it's 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 fantastical but it it fits well and it, and it makes a lot of sense but then he writes to the press and he he talks about everything that is happening and he sends the books and basically the the police end up getting sent down to the prison but it's not until the police show up at the door that the warden's like hey i should see what's in the safe right now like i should double check because Andy breaks out it has to be a couple days later at least like a day before that and Andy's gone and he doesn't think hey maybe I should look in the safe at all and it's not until the police are at his doorstep that he's like oh I should check the safe and make sure all my documents are still in there when Andy's been gone for who knows how long <laughs> doesn't make a whole <laughs> lot of sense
2: yeah no I'll give you that that's that's kind of nitpicky but you have to be nitpicky so I think but yeah I mean the first thing after he saw like his shoes were missing i feel like you would have ran to the safe and and seen if everything was there right um so yeah i backed that i backed that um yeah I, I'll, I'll talk about one of mine as well um, i feel like it's like the biggest thing in the movie that we never get to see and i don't know if i believe it and it's it's andy carving a massive hole in the wall for 20 years and knowing no one hearing a thing his his axe never were getting found even though it was in his bible evidently he could have just like hitting it in the wall with the hole, um, but evidently he wanted to keep it in the Bible for some reason. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like if you're if you're in a like if you're building a prison, you're not going to make rock surrounding you know like the cells that are that easy to carve. Um, it only took him twenty years. I mean, <laughs> that is a with, long the same, time. Uh, with the same
1: with the same rock uh,
2: axe or whatever. Yeah, too. exactly. And the axe didn't break. They said it was almost going to break, which is you know obviously. You know, just something that they just wrote in, I feel like, just to make it a little bit more, um, whatever the word is, dramatic. There it is. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of tough to believe, but I really do love, I'm going to talk about um, some of that for, like, my best scene as well. Because it has great moments in it, but I, I just don't know if i buy that as a whole. But, I mean, it's part of the movie, so.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, he, and also the scene where he's, like, taking the rock and he's breaking the pipe. And he like breaks this tiny yeah. little hole and somehow <laughs> true, he squeezes too. through it. And obviously, like the fact that his prison cell was right on the end to where he could carve through, not into another <laughs> person's. And it, there's what a little candy. bit of uh you have to g- give it a little bit on that. 100%. Uh, the only other thing I had is, is just Red's parole, final parole hearing that he gets out on when he's just like, I don't care. You don't have to let me out. And then they're like, oh yeah, sure. Let's just let him out. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I do agree with that on, as well. <laughs> for for years, he's like begging and saying that he's, he's finally, he's learned his lesson and it, it, it doesn't take that to get him out. It takes him saying he doesn't care about it anymore to be let out. <laughs> kind of strange.
2: Yeah. No, uh <laughs> I definitely disagree with that, but, uh, I'll talk about that a little bit, but, uh, interesting thought. Interesting thought.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Did you have anything else, Cody?
2: <laughs> no, I had, uh, I had Colton's and I had mine.
0: Okay. Cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's move on to favorite scene. She was
2: very gorgeous to me.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, Bounce to
2: me first here. All right. <laughs> so, I got to defend my boy red. Even. I think, I mean, I do have a lot of other scenes I want to talk about as well. Cause I mean, this is a great movie. Um, but I, I think that that last parole scene is definitely one of my favorites in the movie. I mean, he's just telling him off. He's telling he's saying, "I know you're not gonna let me out, so so fuck off and you know, get me the hell out of here. You know, I, I don't want to yeah. waste my time. I don't want to waste your time. I think it's just Red being in that place where he doesn't care if he, he leaves, and that's exactly what they're looking for. That was that was what they were looking for in Brooks as well. It's it's the idea of the of the entire prison system where. Um, if they think they want to go out in the real world, you have to stay in. But if you think you need to stay in, you have to go out. And that's the entire, I think, theme of the prison throughout the movie. Um, yeah, Morgan Freeman just telling some dudes to fuck off. And then they stamp him. <laughs> they stamp him proof. Just gold. I love that scene a lot. Um, but yeah, I'm sure you guys have lots of picks. I want to hear about your favorite. Colton, tell me about one of your favorite scenes. Um, actually, one of my favorite scenes
1: is like, uh, you know, basically you're going through I guess, like, probably about, like, the one-third of the movie where um, Andy is just getting beat up by, I guess, the sister brothers or whatever they're called. Um, And I don't know. uh, I just really liked when uh, Boggs, basically the guy that's, like, the ginger or whatever, (laughs) basically just got his, like, his lesson, like, in a sense, uh, got beat up by the warden's, like – top guy um i just thought it was like a really well put scene together because obviously like you know you're messing with my boy andy so <laughs> so <laughs> so um yeah that's one. that was one of my favorite scenes um i just thought it was well put together <laughs> you like the scene where the dude got the crap beat up? oh i did actually I, did, yeah. I mean there was also another scene that i liked when uh it's actually oh. in the beginning as well <laughs> when uh his name's, uh, William Sadler. Um, I think his name is Hayward uh, in the movie actually, but, um, he's the blonde guy. And <laughs> when they're getting like, uh, all those new people like initiated, like when Andy's like getting into the pen, but, um, He's like calling him badass. <laughs> he's like what a badass! Like you know, like like that. So um, in that in that sense, and then like he basically gets beat up by the you know the warden's top guy again, but ends up fucking dying because <laughs> he's sitting there all he's sitting there all night because the. the um, I just thought that fun. The, like that scene was just funny, in my opinion.
2: <laughs> wow, a cynic, dude. That
0: is uh, that's dark stuff. That's so some real dead. dark stuff. <laughs> Favorite scenes are when I mean, people get beat half to death or literally to death. I
1: mean, dude, he's, I guess you just kind of had it coming to him, man. He had had a chance to shut up, but he never did. So.
0: <laughs> on a uh, on a more positive note, my good favorite picks, scene. My favorite scene is uh, <laughs> when when uh, Brooks commits suicide. Uh,
2: Jesus, <laughs> we're really getting what dark. What is wrong with days. you guys? Dude. Obviously. <laughs>
0: Obviously, that's a very tough scene to watch, but I think it is like the most powerful uh, in the entire movie. Just the whole sequence of, honestly, yeah. like him realizing he's getting out and he holds the knife to Haywood's neck and then finally he gets let out and you have that little bit where he narrates and he talks about working at the grocery store and the, the whole build-up there. And he says goodbye to the bird and he carves his name and then eventually commits suicide. I just, I, every time that scene always just stands out to me is it's diff- really different from the rest of the movie because it kind of takes, like I said, goes on a tangential path and moves away from the two main characters. Uh, but it just like shows that what you were talking about, Cody, about being institutionalized and about how you people at some point realize like this is their home and this is what they want. And that, that's the main theme of inst- institutionalization is the main theme of the movie. So um, I think that's a really powerful one. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I think I definitely... It definitely-
1: Oh god, I I think yeah, it definitely leaves like a lasting impact on you um, in the in the movie because <clears throat> that's I mean it happens at the end. That's when you know you reach your your high when uh, you know Andy finally gets released or escapes, and then when Red finally gets mm. released as well. So um, it definitely leaves an impact. And I thought like they kind of you know build up to when Red. Uh, <laughs> It's kind of sad, too, um, when Red actually moves into the same apartment or whatever place um, yeah. that Brooks was in, and you see up above that Brooks was here. So um, I definitely agree. Um, very good scene.
2: Yeah. Yeah, just back up what both of you guys are saying. Um, that is one of my favorite scenes as well. I, I That's just great direction, I think, honestly. Um, it's, like you were saying, it's basically just like another chapter, like out of the book, I would say. It's Brooks getting out um and yeah the scene where he's he's talking to those birds and he's talking about his old bird i don't know why but that always gets me it just makes me really sad that he didn't get to stay with his bird um yeah all good stuff i'm gonna go on a more positive note here and talk about um one of my favorite scenes which is the one where they're all drinking beer on the roof um, oh, yeah. that was my number pretty, two okay yeah this is a pretty serious movie i would say altogether, and I think this is like the most just lighthearted, fun, uh, scene scene out of everything. Andy, you know, went out on a limb, almost got thrown off the roof just to get yeah. his boys, you know, a couple brewskis and he's just sitting on the side. He's not even drinking. He's just smiling, watching, watching the boys have a good time. Um, I think that's just character wise Randy, one of the best scenes in the movie and then just the cast as well. The, uh, the guard just like having fun with him too. Um, yeah, just, just definitely one of my favorites. <laughs>
0: yeah it's it's also kind of a turning point in going from like a pretty a movie filled with nothing but despair and find to have a positive moment that can kind of carry throughout the end
1: i was going to kind of agree with you on that um well yeah you just kind of get lost in the in the sight of like how brutal and how you know unforgivable like these like guards are you know like they're like you know you're getting like beat to death by these like these guards and then they finally, you know, well, I mean, it takes Andy, you know, do his taxes and you know, <laughs> shit like that. But, um, you know, it just, <clears throat> you see like, Oh, there is a, you know, another side to that as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. Let's move on to who can act. Wow. Uh, I'll get us started here uh this one's i mean it's easy because there's obviously uh two right at the top tim robbins and morgan freeman that are just phenomenal in this movie uh i'm sure you guys will talk a little bit about them i I think it's almost a cop out if you just name them uh yeah i was gonna
1: say you can't really i don't feel like you can name those two guys (laughs) right because obviously you know they're they're already great actors
0: exactly so uh i'm i'm gonna go with (laughs) similar to my favorite scene i'm gonna play with go with the actor who plays brooks Uh, which is James Whitmore. Uh, Like I I just talked about, I think his narration is really powerful. um, And they're talking about that letter. Also the scene where he puts the knife on Haywood's neck is like, is just really great acting there. He's he's an older dude. And uh, I I think he's my favorite actor in the movie outside of the main two. Colton, who do you think can act in this movie?
1: Um, I'm actually going to go with the warden, Warden Norton. Um, His name, actual name is Bob Gunton. yeah, I think he plays, like, a serious role in this movie as well. Um, you know, he starts off, you know, in the beginning of the scenes, um, you know, saying, like, this is why you're here. I believe in two things, discipline and the Bible. Uh, like, I thought that, like, seems kind of serious. It kind of sets the tone for, like, you know, the beginning of the movie. and uh, And then you see this other side of him because, you know, he's getting, well, because of Andy, but he's getting his taxes done. And like, <clears throat> he's being more lenient towards, you know, like, um you know, just giving, you know, like freedom in a sense um to, you know, Andy and like the rest of uh, the rest of the, like his guys. So um, I thought, and then at the end, I just thought it was uh, <laughs> kind of, you know, insane it takes a lot of guts to you know pull the trigger right in your own head so <laughs> but yeah yeah um i thought he did a, like a very good job acting, uh as like as, you know just a um, you know a
2: supporting cats kind of guy yeah for sure i i agree with that i just want to hear colton break down every death scene in this movie <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> um funny enough yeah the warden was one of my picks as well bob gunton um, he's got a great voice too he he probably could have narrated a bunch more he, he, I like his voice a lot um, and he was in an episode of uh, Star Trek The Next Generation so he's got that going for him <laughs> um, yeah just bouncing off what Colton was saying I think the beginning and in the end as well he, he's just got a good intimidation factor which I think it's kind of hard to find in a lot of actors um, yeah I did also want to talk about uh the best actor in this movie which is Morgan Freeman just for a little bit obviously it's a cop-out he's the main guy but I mean I think this is his best performance that I've ever seen in his career um he's pretty good and you know like uh Bruce Almighty and all that yeah no I'm just joking uh, yeah I think this is Oscar worthy from him obviously he we talked about it already but his voice as a narrator it really just makes it his movie I think and if he's not good this movie's probably not very good so um yeah I got Morgan Freeman my last my last pick I did want to touch on for a second is um it's the crow that is uh Brooks's best friend. Uh that's a well-trained crow, I'll tell you what. He he's squawking <laughs> on command, he, he's flying all around. That's an impressive performance. And uh I think Underrated. should have been recognized. Should have been recognized at the Oscars, yeah. Robbery, robbery for the crow. <laughs>
0: wow, that's that's powerful stuff. Uh I was really con- I you know I was struggling with this next category and I was thinking of just making the crow my pick as a joke, but <laughs> uh Cody, tell us who can't act. My
2: Uh-oh. Uh oh. <laughs> making me go first. I got I got a controversial pick here, boys. <laughs> I don't like Tim Robbins in this movie much. Ooh. But, uh I think he was nominated for an Oscar. Did, nope. did, he, did he win? He was not. Well, he, was he was not nominated. It was deserved that he wasn't nominated, because I back that. I just don't like Zach acting movie. I don't know why. He's, he's got a stupid look on his face. He's always... His, his lines are like, he doesn't know how to speak English, and he's just trying to spit out something that makes sense. Um, I, I don't know. Tim Robbins, I haven't seen him in a ton of movies other than this, honestly. Uh, he, he hasn't worked a ton the last like, 10, 15 years, which is probably why, but... I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of this movie. Uh, yeah. What do you guys think about that? Kind of a bold, uh, yeah.
1: What you said <laughs> at the beginning. Yeah. It's a kind of a bold, uh, opinion, honestly. It is um, a bold I mean, pick. I think I thought, I, for me, I thought he was pretty well in this movie. Um, but I can definitely see your points as well. Um, I don't know. Like if we, you know, a little bit later in the segment, like I was actually going to, um, replace him with someone else that I think probably could have played it um, pretty well but okay. same
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs>
0: but yeah
2: We're coming for him. watch out
0: boy Cody, have you who
2: I said oh go ahead sorry
0: Cody have you seen Tim Robbins in anything else like any other movies?
2: I'm sure surely I have but I didn't look at his IMDB he I, uh...
0: he hasn't really done a lot of note outside of this movie which it might be telling of his actual acting skills uh his His performance in this is so it's very reserved and weird and and you when you talk about like him not knowing how to speak English almost like there is something unhuman about his performance a little bit it 's yeah. like this dude's a weirdo um there's there's a lot of points where there 's just no emotion and it 's just like he's a robot almost uh he's in Mystic River where he does something very similar where he like plays this like a drunk that like doesn 't yeah, seem like that. a real person he 's in yeah, Boulderham. Okay. <laughs> the howard the duck movie <laughs> i've
2: seen bull durham that's where i've seen him at he's the pitcher yeah. i mean in bull yeah yeah he's in a I few of things him but him. yeah yeah. There'
0: not a lot of great performances i think he plays this role really really well i don't know if it's necessarily a great acting performance or just him kind of just being himself uh colton who do you think can act
1: um i'm actually gonna go with uh hayward actually um i think yeah william sadler um you know, going back to the scene um, <laughs> where they're on the rooftop or whatever, um, I thought it was funny the way uh, he walks up with uh, he grabs a beer and then he goes and walks up to Andy. It was just weird how he. Um, <clears throat> this is like my only like nitpick of it, like of him, but um, I just thought it was weird how he just like, hey, yo, Andy, you want a beer? <laughs> I just thought it was weird. I thought it was kind of funny. It's kind of like, oh, uh, like is that really? Like I don't know. But that was just like. The only problem I had, I thought like the I thought it was you know, the cast was well put together. So um <clears throat> yeah, that's I mean, that's the only like major nitpick that I had for you know, recasting of like who can't act or anything like that.
0: I agree. Yeah. I think you're here's I think my- you're right on the money. Oh, <laughs> that that is also my pick <laughs> was- as well. So
2: <laughs> he was my second pick. Yeah, yeah. I just thought he was a little a little over top, a little cheesy, but it's hard to pick in this movie, I feel like. Yeah.
0: It definitely is. I think the I think his line delivery is just at certain points like Colton said are just like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is a, it just doesn't fit the rest of the movie. Um, Obviously, he's kind of like playing this like dumb, good old boy character. But uh, yeah, I, I just think they could have d- gotten a little bit better. Other than that, I think the cast is pretty phenomenal. Um, We're going to take a quick commercial break and then we'll be right back with the recast. And we're back. Now we're going to start with the recast.
2: You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired.
0: Cody, who are you recasting in this movie?
2: Yeah, you know, I was talking crap about Tim Robbins a little while ago. So I'm going after him. I'm going after the big boy. Um, I want somebody who's also, you know, at the top of their game in the 90s. Um, that's going to be my theme for the recast here. And you know what? He had one great movie in 1994. Let's have another, let's, have, let's let him have another one. I'm going Tom Hanks, the good old boy. I mean, who was better in the 90s other than Tom Hanks? Obviously, he had Forrest Gump in the same year, uh, which, you know, he took co- took home a couple Oscars for. But um, I think this would be a better character for him, honestly. It's a lot more fleshed out, um, or at least it would be with Tom Hanks, I would say. A lot more, you know, focused on some bigger themes than, you know, just simple-minded Forrest Gump. But, um, yeah, I mean, Who's a better actor in the '90s than Tom Hanks? I, I can't name anybody, so that's my first pick.
0: <laughs> very nice, very nice. Um, I actually had a, a list of actors that were considered for considered for the role, and uh, oh,
2: really?
0: Tom Hanks was one of them. Uh, wow. Other other actors, I'm throw them out there. So get your thoughts. Maybe you can <laughs> pick: uh, Jess Bridges, Kevin Costner, Tom Cruise, Matthew Broderick. Nicholas Cage, Johnny Depp, and Charlie Sheen. Any of those speak to you?
2: (laughs) Nick Cage, Charlie Sheen, Johnny Depp. Oh, man. They made a good choice, I guess, going with Tim Robbins because they had a lot of stinkers lined up. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I would have liked to see the Nick Cage one. Obviously, just a joke. But I don't know about the rest of them. You
0: You don't think Coster could do it?
2: Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. I feel like he got—he was a better actor later on in his career. I feel like in the '90s, he's still kind of terrible, but eh, not bad. Field of Dreams. I wonder if that. Pull off. I wonder if that begs the. Uh, I wonder if that begs
1: the question if, uh, since you were talking about how it only got 18 million like gross income like of the first like initial release week or whatever, um, if they put Tom Hanks in, um, a good how point. much more. much more they would have got because you like what said um forrest gump came out during that year as well i mean obviously that's one of the you know all-time classic movies as well so yeah that's a good point it would be it would be interesting to see um if that maybe that i mean now i mean looking at it like it's all right but like you know maybe like see how more popular it would have been back then and to now as well so
0: I, I mean, you, you're definitely right. Like the power of the movie star was even more prevalent in the '90s. Uh, I would say that probably the reason Tom Hanks isn't in this role is because he was doing Forrest Gump, and realistically, he probably couldn't do both of them um, and being released in the same year, which probably just took that role over this one, which it got him an Oscar, so and a Best Picture, yeah. and basically every other Oscar win that year. So,
1: yeah, <laughs> can't complain yeah. on that. One.
0: My uh, my pick though is is I do want to see Tom Hanks as well in this role. Uh, no
2: but way. I but I
0: want to see if this is gonna happen. We need the Tim Robbins playing Forrest Gump as the secondary choice.
2: <laughs> I like that.
0: <laughs> Colton, who's your recast?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I kind of was going back and forth. I wasn't really sure if I. If I mean, I don't know. Um, I'm a big. <laughs> I do like Denzel Washington. So seeing him replaced with uh, Morgan Freeman maybe could have been, you know, decent. I don't think it would have been as good, obviously, but um, because you definitely need the narration of just Morgan Freeman. Like, you just need it. But uh, I do like Denzel Washington. But also, I think another good replacement option for uh, Andy Dufresne would have been Clint Eastwood. Uh, I think i do like clint eastwood as well um i think he was very good in uh gran turismo and then just like um i think that movie Escape from alcatraz so i think i don't know if he directed it i think he did he direct it or did he with the actor? <laughs> i have no idea uh, okay but anyway
0: clint, I thought, clint yeah. eastwood has directed so many movies uh yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's what quite about possible.
2: How, but i think how how he many, plays uh, three he would, sounds would be in this movie
0: <laughs> well there's a couple threesomes in this movie if we want to be there's a couple uh, foursomes in this movie if we're being entirely
2: honest. Corbin, what's your second
0: Were you done, Since Colton? You did much-
2: you have any it- Oh yeah, sorry? Right, no, on, no, one. no, definitely
0: not like go for it since since corbin stole my first
2: recast yeah i want to hear a second
0: (laughs) i don't i don't think i'm stealing your second (laughs) one all right so uh i'm gonna recast the the character of boggs uh he speaking of the foursomes uh boggs is the leader of the sisters and he has a very uh interesting energy about him He, he he's a very creepy character and he he reminds me a lot of the joker and for that reason, I'm going to put Jared Leto in the role, but, <laughs> but not Jared Leto. <laughs> I want Jared Leto now as the Joker without oh. the makeup in the role. He's a, there's a lot of sexual energy there, and I, I think it would fit well. Uh, and then I, I also just want John Carroll Lynch. I don't know if you're familiar. He plays basically the Zodiac Killer in Zodiac. Uh, I want him to be one of the the henchmen along the way because he, he could play pretty creepy as well.
2: Okay. Is that the guy in Watchmen, or am I thinking of somebody else? Who's John uh, Carroll Lynch? Hopefully I do uh Uh, Rorschach? Is that the guy who plays Rorschach? His name's John something. No. He has three names. Must not be him. Uh, but yeah, Jared Leto. <laughs> I mean, I kind of back it. It does kind of fit. But <laughs> I kind of just don't want to see Jared Leto be the Joker again, even without the makeup. Um, but Yeah, moving on to my last pick, which I think is just a great, great pick. Oh, he's sharing a... Uh... Oh that guy, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, right. That's a good crew member. I like that. He's in a, he was in a bunch of movies. But um yeah. 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 Anyways, my, my last pick. Um I'm replacing Tommy, the guy Colton was talking about earlier, where's his favorite scene where he got sniped. Uh, um I think he's a good, good actor, honestly, but I just want to star a performer here. And you know you know who else peaked in the nineties, Corbin? Uh Adam the Sandman Sandler. <laughs> Screw, screw, screw waiting around until 2020 to go for an Oscar. Uh, the Sandman is getting the best supporting actor not here. Uh, he's, he's obviously bringing a little bit more comedy here, but we know he's got chops. Um, so, yeah, throw him in for Tommy. He'll bring along the, the comedic presence that you need for that character, and, and he'll crush it because it's Sandler in the 90s, and there's nothing better than that. So, I could yeah. I could
0: actually see him in that role. I think yeah. it, would, it would work.
2: I'm proud of that pick. I, I've cast – I think Sandler in the past with my recast as a joke, but I think he would actually be good in this movie, but yeah.
0: <laughs> Alright, we're going to move on to Welcome to the Academy.
2: This, there's a mistake. Moonlight, you guys won Best Picture. <laughs> uh,
0: Colton, what award, fictional or real, are you going give to this, give this movie?
1: I would actually give it the Oscar for Best Director. Um, <clears throat> I thought that, um, I think, yeah, Frank Darabont, or whatever his name is, I thought he did a good job with putting the cast together, um, and then just putting it, uh, all together, honestly, um, with, uh, just how the story ended up being, um, I just thought it was well put, uh, even some of the shots as well, um, uh, some of the camera movements, uh, it's just like, it just, you know, just a cinematic, like, masterpiece, in my opinion, so, yeah
0: all right uh, was
2: was he nominated he was not
0: he was not nominated
2: really wow that is insane uh well i mean dude i mean at the time i mean
1: like i mean we just stayed like we've said it already a couple times only brought out 18 million in that uh in that year so um that's true it's not like it was very popular and obviously like it wasn't going to be popular for the oscars so um maybe that's why he wasn't nominated we being all serious
0: uh well first of all you you mentioned it earlier but i i gotta give this the award for best movie bird uh definitely one of the one of the best birds (laughs) in in all (laughs) the movies for sure uh and then secondarily i want to give it the award for best library propaganda uh you know this is this is a very pro library movie libraries are out it's 2021 we need to bring him back. Show everyone Shawshank. Maybe we can get some love for
2: libraries again. That's my take. Hell yeah. <laughs>
0: that is a good one,
2: actually. are dead. Uh, I don't know if I back it, but good take. Um, I got a couple. I think um, best actor Morgan Freeman. He might have been nominated for supporting, but he's he was leading man. He market. was
0: actor. He was. He was leading.
2: He was. Well, that's that's good call. Um, also, best picture. Somehow, this lost to Forrest Gump which um, is an entirely different argument, but I definitely go best picture here. Um, and then, yeah, I, I also have an Oscar for it for the least amount of women in the cast. <laughs> Can any of you name any women in this movie? I want to hear it.
0: I mean, Andy's wife is in it. Yeah, that, that's about basically it. Though,
2: it. There's one. There's, there's, a couple some,
0: there's some chick Baby. at the, the grocery store. Probably. Yep. Yep. That's and then
1: two. maybe some, the bank teller or something, maybe. <laughs>
2: yeah. Wow, you guys are experts. I believe those are the only three mo- women in this movie. <laughs> I that could took be wrong. Lot. It might have been a guy. It might have been a guy. No, well. no, no. Are no, there, there any true. women in the courtroom Uh There might have been one on the jury, actually. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. So we'll go three and a half. Um, that's <laughs> that's got to be up there for the least amount of women in the cast. Give honestly. her an Oscar um, for best reporting character. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> <All laughs> right, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's all my Oscars. All
0: right. Uh None now we we'll m- a good point on
2: <laughs> That is a good point.
0: <laughs> now we'll move on to a weird movie details trivia. Uh who wants to take it away with the first question? I'll
2: go first. All I right. got a fun one to start. Um this one's not super hard, but um maybe a little bit. So yeah, we've been talking about it the entire episode. Uh, Did you
0: take my damn question.
2: It's uh, <laughs> it's Jake. Uh Oh wow, I don't even to say the question. Uh yeah, what's the bird's name that Brooks had? Is it Jim, Jack or Jake? Uh Colton, what do you think it is?
1: Well, I'm going to say it's probably Jake.
2: Instead. Okay, Colton got it right. see. All <laughs>
0: right, I'll t- I'll take the next question. Uh right. what is the name of Brooks's bird? Is it Jake, Jack, John or Jackie?
2: Oh, wow. Throwing in John and Jackie, real ripple. Uh, well, since Colton already answered, I'm going to go with Jake. Since oh, he first. <laughs> you're yeah, right. You're right. All right, All right. cool. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right, Colton, what's your question? Oh,
1: man, I'm really
0: depend- – oh,
1: I think I had the same actual question as well. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> um, <what was> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I kind of – okay. What, who was the girl on the poster in Andy's cell? Do you – I don't. I didn't have like. Uh, I know. I know the answer. answers. But... Well, there's
2: multiple answers, right?
1: The
0: first one,
2: or the last. The per- one.
1: Yeah, the one where um, the warden uh, throws
2: the rock
0: through. Oh, well, oh, that's different.
2: One. Um, <laughs> there was three posters, I think. I don't. At really least, I
0: mean, it was twenty years. Uh, the yeah, first one's true. Rita Hayworth is the one that you yeah. asked oh, that, for.
2: Well, well that was the one I was at. I thought that okay. was the one that was yeah, yeah. I thought that, <laughs> I, I thought think that it's
0: Marilyn Monroe one. though that he throws the mm, thing through. No, or she's no. up there at some point.
2: Yes, no, I don't think she is actually Marilyn Monroe actually. The third one was from a movie or something and it definitely wasn't Marilyn Monroe. I'm terrible with names so I, I never would have remembered any of that. So that's actually Rita rough.
0: Hayworth, Marilyn Monroe and Raquel Welch. So I would oh, Ra- two Raquel fr- Raquel Welch i got two for three it was the second one was Marilyn Monroe in the middle of the movie (laughs) thank you i told
2: you you were wrong (laughs) hey there's some answers
0: there's some women that are in the movie (laughs)
2: that's (laughs) true add those three to the list all right i got another question though all right Um, it's a doozy there's no multiple choice here okay um oh actually i have two more questions i I forgot so I'll, i'll fly to this one a little bit uh so who's the artist um uh of the music that um that one guy in the group really liked. You know who I'm talking about? The guy that Colton said was a bad actor. Uh who's and there's a hint um it's the song that the Walmart country kid sings. It's that artist.
0: (laughs) Do you know what it is, Colton? I know what it is. What's that that kid's name? The Yodeling kid? Yodel Yodeling (laughs) kid I don't remember his name.
1: I don't remember that oh it's uh mason is, ramsey oh,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah his yeah,
1: favorite artist yeah, yeah,
0: so so i'm but gonna yeah, go anyway. with i'm gonna go with the answer is mason it. ramsey his, his favorite artist is mason ramsey <laughs> no. it's it's hank williams no, he wants to listen to hank williams
2: yeah there you go Interesting. I nice that. job you got you, another question or should i fire this one off? Too? i do have another one all right go for it then
0: uh, i want colton to take first crack at this what other Stephen King adaptation did Frank Darabont also serve as the writer director for? <laughs> no, no clue. No idea. He didn't even
2: know who Frank Darabont was. Oh, dude, I... <laughs>
0: we can think about other Stephen King adaptations.
2: I mean, yeah, I know the name of this movie. I can tell you the entire plot of this movie, but I couldn't tell you the title right now because my brain is fried. Um, should I spoil it? It's the movie where <laughs> they kill each other well, who's dude. the main actor it's uh the punisher i, I don't remember saying no am i thinking the wrong movie i what's think you're movie? thinking of the wrong movie <laughs> what's this what's the stephen king adaptation oh the mist the mist this is it is not, not the mist? that's
0: not the movie
2: oh, okay well that's my guess
0: <laughs> it's a movie with tom <laughs> hanks in it.
2: philadelphia
0: no it's the green mile
2: <laughs> oh i would have never guessed that. that yeah that movie's good it's not i don't like love it i feel like everybody else loves that movie but
0: very similar Good question they, they finally got tom hanks frank Darabont finally got him that's so. true <laughs> very true
2: all right i'll totally go I'll go, with my last, <laughs> I'll go with my last question here and i want to throw it over to corbin first um so yeah basically colton had a senior quote uh, in the high school yearbook and it was something from um, this movie <laughs> and i want to hear you guess which line from the movie you quoted in the senior yearbook <laughs> and there's uh, no options
0: there's no options no, this would have been a good one to it's... have options for
2: <laughs> well i can think of a couple if you really want me to
0: i'm guessing it's uh get busy living or get busy dying that seems like yeah, a see, very that,
2: that would have been <laughs> my first option because it's very fake. Pay- and it's not the answer. Ah, that
0: seems like something Colton would say.
2: <laughs> That's what I would put if I was quoting this book. But uh, Colton, you, you remember what your high school quote was, you loser? Um,
1: <laughs> I actually, I remember a little bit of it, but that was five years ago. So um, it was like, it's like, you know, Red, I forget what it was,
2: dude. Um, the gist of it, it's the hope quote. It's, uh, you know, yeah. uh, if, if there's no hope, what have we got or whatever. <laughs> we don't okay. hope is a good thing, are...
0: maybe the best of things, and no one, yeah, no, no yeah, good thing like, ever dies. No. Yeah. You yeah, don't even know was, the quote, you Cody. Know. You're asking the question,
2: <laughs> it was a senior quote. I figured he'd do it. <laughs> oh, dude, that was five years ago, dude. I, I just was just putting something down.
0: Oh, what was your senior quote, Cody?
2: Oh, it was uh, something stupid, it was like, um. Uh it ain't le- it ain't easy living in the streets or something. Something classic like that. But
1: we had that like joke, like whatever that you lived in a box on the side of the street. Yeah, and I was a hood rat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's like it was like something like, it ain't easy
2: yeah.
0: being a hood rat or something stupid.
1: But... Yeah, baby.
2: Oh my god, dude. Talk I remember that. What was yours? Uh, from you, dude, yeah. It was
0: a, it was a quote <laughs> from the office. It's the, it's, I'll catch you on the flipsy foot.
2: Oh, that's lame.
0: Let's move on.
2: <laughs>
0: now that Cody is back with us permanently. Yeah, sorry.
2: Technical difficulties. If my mic sounds like crap, you know, don't blame me, but
0: yeah, let's go for it. Probably blame him. All right. Pitch time. Uh, pitch a sequel, a remake, a reboot, uh, anything you want. Cody, take it away.
2: Gladly. Yeah, you know, I was, I was thinking about a sequel, and my rule is, you know, someone always has to die, but everybody in this movie dead anyways, so there's no point in making a sequel. Um, so I'm just going, I'm going a little out there, I'm going for a TV miniseries. Uh, don't do that a lot, if you like, but uh, I want to see the everybody's story after they leave the prison. So basically every episode to pick up um, where someone... From the group is leaving the prison the first one would be brooks so we get a little bit more detail into that each episode is like i don't know 40 minutes or something the next one would be um andy see him escape i think that'd be pretty cool see how he got out of the country all that next one would be red um which obviously we saw a lot of so that wouldn't be that great but then you got some of the other guys who um are in the group as well you know the bad acting guy uh the weird looking guy i just want more of them um yeah the, the short little guy he's kind of funny at the beginning Uh yeah I don't really I couldn't really think of a good idea for your sequel other than doing like a buddy cop movie where like uh they're like Mexican cops or something that's kind of interesting but (laughs) I went went for that not not too savvy I think
0: all right uh, I'll take it away with so I want to do you know you mentioned it earlier there's not enough women in this movie so we need the Shawshank women reboot you know they've done they did the Ocean's 8 they did the all-female Ghostbusters, so let's get us the all-female, uh, you know, I know they do Orange is the New Black, but this is going to be <laughs> a mix between that and Shawshank Redemption, basically. Uh, I don't have specific casting in mind or necessarily a, a story per se, but I think it's I think it's a money-making idea. Uh, you got to include some sort of female pop star, you know, they had rihanna and the oceans eight movie maybe you know ariana grande comes to this one she's in the the new movie coming <laughs> out to netflix uh gotta have like a female action star so maybe gal gadot or uh, brie larson or you know somebody like that You gotta have you know a funny funny person you know the aquafina's in the oceans eight maybe maybe get rebel wilson i i could see <laughs> yeah. just a just just an awful movie that would probably sounds like a pretty good movie it would would probably be bad but i could see it i think it's it'll make a couple bucks at the box office (laughs)
2: that's all that matters it'd probably make more money than than did.
0: (laughs) probably so
2: yeah if Ghana is in it it definitely would
0: colton what's your pitch uh
1: i kind of had a sequel like kind of like webs a little bit but it was actually like a movie and then it was just basically you know um seeing how Red and Andy live out their life on the Mexican border, Um, you know, they just kind of leave you with, you know, just, like, them meeting up and, like, Andy's working on the boat and then, like, you know, it's just, like, oh, I mean, it's a happy ending for sure, but, um, yeah, I'd just be kind of curious to see, like, uh, you know, say, like, see, like, you know, if the cops maybe could, like, you know, still, like, search them down or, um, you know, how, what they do, like, it's just... Um, it'd just be kind of interesting to see um just their life after prison as well, so, yeah, that's what I kind of had for that, so
2: yeah, it's not a bad pitch. The thing about that is, um, I don't know if you guys have seen the TV show Prison Break, um, uh, but the boy. first season is immaculate. It's untouchable. It's one of the best seasons of TV. The problem is after they break out of prison, it's not as interesting. Um, it's no not, longer prison be- agree, right? though. Yeah, I that, agree that, with you. That would be my worry for that sequel. I think they could definitely do it well, but I just think it's it's just not as interesting, which is probably why they yeah. haven't done a sequel.
1: But That's yeah. Cool. I mean, it would be interesting to, for them to do it now because I mean, That's I true. looked I was I was looking at like photos or, what, or yeah, just like photos on wiki wiki um what they look like, dude. They look <laughs> they they have aged pretty well. Like yeah, like <laughs> pretty, or not pretty well pretty bad actually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like it would just be interesting to see um i think it would be like a good uh movie idea in my opinion yeah for sure
0: you should make it I all right
1: maybe i should direct it yeah
0: hey not a bad idea
1: i am in film
0: so. uh we will we'll move on now to our rating Uh, we'll let the guests drop it first out of 69. This is one of your favorite movies. What, what do you rate this?
2: Yeah, first off uh, as well, Colton asked us, why is it rated out of 69? What yeah, do you mean? Why is it rated out of 69? <laughs> it's kind of obvious. Know, I, uh, it's a fake be, fan uh, ask, honestly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> honestly,
1: man, that was my fault, but for even asking that question, but, um, you know, it is my favorite movie, um, I don't want to be, you know, so biased and rate it, you know, 69 and 69, but I'm going to rate it probably a a nice 65 out of 69. Not, not fully, you know, put together, like the best movie of all time, but definitely up there. um, And I think it's a good, you know, rating for what was presented in the movie.
0: Absolutely.
2: Uh, I I back that. I'll go next. Um, Funny enough. I mean, Colton, you know, similar minds think alike. Uh, I also went for 65 out of 69. Uh, I mean, I, I definitely agree. I'm kind of surprised you had it that low. But um, it is is—it is obviously one of, the, one of the better movies of all time, I think. I don't know if that's like a major argument uh, for some people. Maybe it is. But, I mean, yeah, just basically what we've been saying the entire time. Phenomenal cast, ph- phenomenal performances, just really powerful scenes like throughout the movie. We didn't even really talk about, I think – one of the a couple of my favorite scenes as well uh the hole in the wall and then the rain falling him on at the end i think those are both probably the most iconic that i feel like that it just sticks with you like i watched this movie last night and like during the day i was just thinking about it like a, a bunch like just like random stuff in the movie um but yeah 65 out of 69 i think that's that's one of my higher scores i give uh i'm actually not sure where it's at that might be behind like moonlight and a, a couple of other arrivals definitely up there as well but it's definitely in like like top five ratings as well so good pick from the guest yeah uh you brought in a good one in uh 65 we we agree on it so i like that
0: cody that puts it uh even with the departed for you
2: nice that's a good spot for it i think that's a very good spot for it
0: yeah the departed. and uh and for me i got it a, a 63 out of 69 uh, a little lower than some of the other movies that we've had so far uh I, I like i agree with you i think arrivals above it um so this is right right below arrival for me and a little nice, bit above man. the departed so wow. all-time classic five-star movie
2: easily yeah we all kind of agree on it our rating for mm-hmm. once i don't know if that's ever happened
0: yeah fantastic <laughs> film well uh that's the end of talking about this movie and uh we'll now just move on to our final segment talking about little recommendations what have we been into recently uh colton you want to get it started what, what have you been into
1: um, I am a huge advocate for uh, Apple TV Plus. Um, I think it's one of the better streaming services out there. Just okay, just <laughs> hot take. <some> of the, <laughs> it is a hot take, I would say. <laughs> but I do think that they do have some great shows on there. Um, you know, obviously, you got Ted Lasso. Um, I just think that, I mean, it's already been up for Emmy Awards and stuff like that. Um, I think that's a great show. I uh, just finished season two of that, and then season three should be coming out soon i'm gonna watch that obviously um the morning show was pretty good i like that if you're just you know looking for you know a production side of things and just like the backstory with it um since i mean i am studying media and stuff like that i just kind of you know grew adapted to that and then lastly um i just finished another season or season two of c so it's s-e-e um and it has. Jason Momoa in it, or Momoa? Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, has, uh, Jason Momoa in it. Um, I think he's I think he's a very good actor. Um, just with how um the show is about what the show is about. Um, and I mean it's just like a little bit. I just give you like a little bit, but um, it's like set, like set after a post-apocalyptic like um world. Um, and then like these people don't have like vision. So they can't see, and then I guess like uh, Jason Momoa has like you know has kids with this other like this other person that can't see, and then what do you know? Uh, they have vision, and uh, they you you go <laughs> you go through their life a little bit, and uh, yeah, it's just like they it's just you know they fight and like it's like war and stuff. So um, it's kind of like Game of Thrones in a sense, but that so.
0: Cody, yeah. Cody would like that show because it has Dave Bautista in it as well. So.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's in season two. No way. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. say that that show would sound really good if Dave Bautista was there instead of Jason Momoa, but evidently he's <laughs> he does there. give
1: the Bautista bomb to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Fair
2: enough. I think to Apple Apple um, TV Plus, there's gonna be a Tom Hanks show as well coming soon. So we have yeah, to there them. is. Like, no, there's not.
0: Well, a movie, movie just came out.
2: Oh, it was yeah. a movie. I thought it was a show with the robot. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah that, that just yeah, that right. just came out last weekend. So <laughs> nice.
1: There all was right. also I, another movie that he put on there as well. Um, not
0: yeah. Not really yeah, the 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 plane movie. Where, yeah, yeah. I, I just don't remember what it was called, but sure. it was all right.
2: It was alright. I right, fair enough. Um, yeah, some good recommendations. I don't have Apple Apple Plus, whatever. Looks like some yeah. some decent shows though. Um, I'm gonna start off with you know just a basic here. There's new – there's uh, on Netflix, there's actually a couple new seasons of Survivor that they put on there I wanted, I wanted to talk about briefly. Um, just because they're two of the better seasons, I think. Fans were favorites. It's a classic. I would actually strongly recommend – even if you hate Survivor or you've never seen it, I would go watch Fans vs. Favorites. You can skip, like, the first five episodes. But, I mean, once you get the merge, no, don't shake your head. No, legitimately, the post-merge in that show is – like legitimately I said that like three times but I think it's legitimately one of the best seasons of television you've got out there. so definitely check that out. Um I also, you know, breaking news here. I went to the theaters and I saw a movie. Corbin, guess which one it was?
0: Well, it's Eternals cuz I saw your litter box. So, you know. uh,
2: well, well, you're <laughs> smart, I guess. Yeah, so Eternals. I mean, it's been getting harsh reviews. I thought going into it, um had low expectations, which is probably a good thing. Um But I'll tell you what, I actually really enjoy this movie. I do have a lot of pressing issues with it. And maybe we could do an episode on it because I I have a lot of things to say about it. Um, But I I don't understand the hate it's getting. It's it's not really like any other Marvel movie. Maybe that's why. And like the plot isn't anything terrible. I love the characters or at least most of them. I I pretty much like everybody except for the little kid, which I don't know why they made her like an unlikable prick. Um, Right. Yeah. Yeah. The the two main cast, uh the guy from Game of Thrones and then Gemma Chan.
0: Richard Madden and Gemma Chan, yeah.
2: Yeah. I thought they were great. They they carried the movie for me. Their chemistry was I thought off the wall. Um, and just sort of the idea oh, you don't you don't like that sort of the idea that I really stuck with was what if the person that you were like in love with had an exact opposite feeling about something to the point where you had to like go to war over it. I think that is super interesting. Maybe that wasn't explored enough, but I actually like the movie. So I think it's a three, three and a half to four star movie. And I mean, it, on IMDb, I mean, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it's been like 50% or something, which I think is a little harsh. But Yeah, uh, yeah I, I would recommend go see it because I want to hear what a lot of other people think, honestly.
0: Yeah, I won't. I think the uh, the, the twist kind of twist a little bit. Uh, that happens is is, is 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 well executed, and I enjoyed that part of the movie. But I love that um, part of it. Yeah, there's there's definitely some issues. Obviously, there's just came out, so I don't want to yeah. uh, get too much into it right now. But I, I also went and saw Eternals this weekend, um and maybe we can have a, a further discussion at a later date about it. Still haven't seen Dune. I'm guessing, Cody. Just I've not. Yeah,
2: that, that's not. Nice gotta get it together, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I really want to see it too, which is sad, but I just haven't had time.
0: All right, we gotta do it. What's your Survivor last week? What are your thoughts on the
2: episode? Survivor last week. Um, well, yeah. I mean, the week before obviously was was the best episode of the season. Last week, I was a little, I was, I was a little down on. It, I'm not gonna lie. Hopefully, it picks back up this week. They did. It, it, the thing was, it didn't really make sense the vote. Um, I no. Could talk about, I could talk about this for hours, by the way, but I'll, I'll keep it brief. I mean, basically, at tribal, it's all shaken up, evidently. But then it's not. But then also, they split the votes between Tiffany and Xander. Why would they not put more on Xander? Because he has an idol. Why? That doesn't make any sense to me. If you're gonna split votes, put more on the person who has the idol. Because now he's in the game another round. He keeps holding on to that sucker. That dude's going very, very far in this game. So, I-, I don't know. It's just a bad strategic move for me, from my standpoint, and from an editing standpoint. It didn't really make sense on why the votes are that way. But yeah,
0: and the the old lady.
2: <laughs> I hate her. <laughs>
0: I don't know what she was trying to do. Uh, she she just. She made some weird dis- yeah she almost <laughs> literally just lost herself the game because she like I was like in the last second started talking to everyone very strange Dude, the got thing another is, episode tonight
2: yeah yeah, she's got i think the least amount of confessionals or least amount of screen time like throughout i didn't know how- who she
0: was i'd never yeah. seen her and i've been watching the whole season
2: so they're trying to hide her it's like evidently production does not like how she was like acting or playing out there they're not yeah. trying to show her at all just funny yeah. but yeah
0: all right uh what I've been into, uh, I checked out this movie from 2019 on uh, on Netflix called Synchronic with uh, Anthony Mackie in it, and uh, I'd never heard of it, never seen anything about it. It was it was pretty interesting, it wasn't wasn't too bad. Uh, it had really trippy effects, uh, basically about this like designer drug that gets out on the streets that causes people to start traveling through time, and uh, really interesting idea. And I, I liked Anthony Mackey in it a lot, and it was it was a cool movie to check out. So I'd I'd recommend that. Uh, I also saw Eternals, uh, and uh, hell, I spent my movie theater on, or on Sunday I spent my t- like most of my day in a movie theater. So I saw <laughs> last night in Soho and The French Dispatch. So it was it was a pretty good weekend oh, for wow. me. Wow, trifecta. Um, but both of those movies were de- disappointments. So I I would personally <laughs> not not recommend. If you are a Wes Anderson like lover, then definitely you will enjoy The French Dispatch. But other than that, it's kind of I described it as him jerking himself off for. Uh, 108 (laughs) minutes or something like that and then last night in soho is just just a strange commentary on on women so from a man's perspective very strange but you know we love movies around here so that's all i got colton thank you so much for coming and talking about shawshank redemption with us Yeah, really happy to have you on the podcast finally
2: appreciate you coming on my guy
1: thank you for having me man it was a yeah, it was a very fun time. So, uh hopefully we can do this in the future again at a later date. <laughs> absolutely.
0: And uh yeah, absolutely. Uh the only thing I have to say is that uh the IU sucks and, and next weekend it's <laughs> it's going to be a sad well, it's kind of been sad to be an IU football fan all season. Oh, it's
1: it's terrible right now, man. It's <laughs> terrible. But <laughs> especially show.
0: So, it's going to be very we're sad week. to be
1: in a, a couple couple weeks. Ba- we're back to being a basketball school. I'll say that. <laughs> we'll see you uh, we'll uh we'll see you uh time. january
2: 20th all right guys we'll see you january 20th yeah we'll be happy to come hall. back home in assembly hall we love it there but yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, yeah appreciate you coming on my guy love you yeah definitely it's fun thank, so.
0: thank you and thank you for everyone for listening stay capping Peace.
1: see it